Welcome to Football Hot Boys, the show where two hot seamen talk about football, backup quarterbacks, Yu-Gi-Oh, and The Bachelor. football watching lesson for me mm-hmm. just don't let other teams convince you that they're not who they are because it, it it's like the cowboys did the exact cowboys thing they were going to do yep the giants did the exact like the nfl yep. east was just the nfl east to the fucking last breath yeah and then the bears went out there and acted exactly like the bears the yeah whole time. the only team in the league that like isn't who they should be, right? But they should be because of their rosters, the Browns. They're the only team that, like, they almost, but they still almost, there were so many times throughout the year where it was like, oh, yeah, they're the Browns. But, like, they did they did just <laughs> enough. They did, And Stefanski did just enough, and they're going to make the playoffs. And, dude, I want nothing more than them to beat the Steelers in the playoffs, but everything yes. in my fucking body is telling me they're going to get blown away. They're, they're going to get nuked. Um, speaking of being nuked, uh, the guy who um, is coaching instead of Stefanski that game uh, is only ever been famous before because he once said that they should nuke all the gays. So I am actually rooting against him now as much as I want the Browns to. It's like right. a weird, it's like, hmm, that's like ignorant, funny, and hateful. And it's, yeah. so it's just like a, a particularly kind of poisonous. And it's. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah, that yeah. It, and that was that's some rough luck for them. You know, they finally get in the playoffs, and the dude that like got them there, he can't be there. I would argue that that I mean, we talked about how like important it was to get uh, Hopkins, and like he was worth like five wins. Or exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Stefan Diggs was literally worth th- three playoff right. scenes, right. and no one was maybe more additive in coaching than Stefanski. Agreed. I don't think he was the coach of the year or the no, best coach, no. but he made the biggest difference by far, yeah. man. And it's, it's kind of like a compliment and a shot at the same time because, like, the shot, I guess, is like, dude, you could literally just put anybody in there besides that turd that was fucking there and they'd be better. So, Back-to-back turd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it is a compliment because of, you know, they made the playoffs for the first time and ever so that's cool man but yeah i'd like to see the game be close and it can i think it can be especially because the steelers aren't that great i really think they're super beatable by an early afc team and like and the steelers better watch it because if they do win this game they're they're in tr- i think they're gonna get fucking wrecked too if they if they advance there's there's some teams that i got that i have over them by far and then i have them i have two teams beating the chiefs out right now God, the Bills are so good right now, if, if that's what you're going to say. But, like, it may also kind of be better for the narrative of who the Steelers are. It's like, oh, we got beat by those plucky Browns. Ooh, we just got got by the magic pixie dust as mm-hmm. opposed to going to Buffalo and getting steamrolled by an actual Cause the, team. Because Buffalo's going to wax them, bro. They're going to yes, beat the fuck out of them. Wax them. They, they are peaking at the right time. They are like, super they, good. Super yeah, good. They are going to chew people up. There's nothing I, they can't do. Yeah. Nope. They're, they'll beat you every way. I mean... Yep. You can kind of go, oh, well, the pants rush is kind of okay. And, yeah, because there's no name on it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like, okay, buddy, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. They're not 100%. They're not perfect A-pluses across the right. board. No team right. has ever No been. team is, yeah. yes. But, uh, yeah, they're peaking at the right time. And, like, Chiefs are so good, but they're also kind of, like, I feel like they're so good, they're kind of playing to the level of everyone. And just yeah, kind of yeah. Like, they haven't blown anybody out this win. year. 
but like it, it's hard to shit on a one loss team too so they are very good uh, it, as much as like we won and nitpick them it's like oh they have blown away teams they're not that great like, yeah but they're so they won every game so yeah it's the nfl no one blows anyone it, it, right. It, it, right yeah they're all professional teams it, unless you're i guess that the bills in the last week who just mm-hmm. for funsies completely killed another paper dragon in <laughs> Miami. That's a crazy story too, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, of course my cards not making the playoff was brutal, but I definitely understand that if you're a Miami fan, that it's, that, 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 that hurts. I, I kind of wanted not to pick at your wounds, dude, but I, I did kind of want to autopsy that. Oh uh, no, well, there's a lot to talk about there. And like, I've had yeah. time to digest Cause like the thing I just keep telling myself is like, dude, saints were going to blow us away. Like whatever. So I would have just been angry one week later. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, of course, I would have rather make the playoffs because you have a chance. But it, the reality is I would have been sitting here ne- next week saying the same shit. So it doesn't matter. Um, it, it just kind of sucked the way that I realized something. It's like not all backup quarterbacks are the same value. Mm-hmm. Not even close. And that game taught me that where I was like, dude, this is like, oh, I couldn't think of a bigger like skill deficit in just supposed to. They're supposed to be equal, like Walford and fucking my back. I don't even want to say his name. It's like you could just immediately see the difference. Where it was like after after Walford threw that pick, he came right back out and it looked like he didn't even throw a pick. It was like Jesus, that guy had confidence. He played well. He had wheels, and then my guy came out and couldn't complete a pass. Couldn't throw the ball. Couldn't. We couldn't run anything fun because the only thing you could throw was like a comeback route because they'd be wide open which the receivers never got there so i was like oh we're gonna lose this game there's no way we're gonna win this game and if kyler were to be banged up in the playoffs we're gonna lose that game too so at the end of the day it didn't fucking matter well i mean uh Notoriously manic doofus Charlie Casterly is famous for just screaming, uh, the most important person on your team is your quarterback. And the second most important person on your team is your backup quarterback. And it's like, which is not true. Right. But there's um, a cogent point buried in that nonsense. For sure. And for sure. Yeah. Like you, you gotta, you will never have anyone that's starter level as your backup because if it was, you'd start you'd be starting somewhere. But there is like a, like backup quarterbacks, almost a position unto itself. Like it's like it, it is. It requires different things than a starting quarterback, and it's an entire different pool of people exactly you than a starting quarterback. exactly. And you can have good backup quarterbacks. You can have horseshit bodies, basically mannequins in jerseys that you throw out there and like, hey, maybe our running back is good. Or maybe we'll have a pick six and you can just go three and out a few times until the clock says zero. Right, like, right, right, right. It, you know you settle for a lot of things when you know you're throwing that guy in there. My my dad actually taught me uh like a huge lesson because I think, you know, I'm the younger generation of football watching where it was like, oh, the backup quarterback's got to come in. Yeah, the team's going to go get somebody else. You know, they never <laughs> like like you like you just mentioned previously. It's like the backup quarterback was its own job. Like they're never going to play football. They're just there to be a backup quarterback at all. Like it was literally only their job if the quarterback in the game got hurt. They weren't going to start the game. They literally were there yep. for injury. And like that's just the way I always looked at backup quarterback. But my dad was just like, well, why the fuck do they pay this guy? Like, he, he's the backup quarterback. Like, he should be ready to go in at any time. If they need to start him next week, they start. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. But they that's not how they're treated. They, they're they treated as backups at all times, literally all times. And it's very weird. 
they have 25 minutes of competent football in them at any given yep. time. And it's, it's like yep. after that point, everything falls apart. But you only have like rain. a 5% chance of them doing it during that window. Yes. So yes. it's it's just a huge, huge gamble with a huge payoff if it works. But just the odds are so far. They're just so bad and so against you. That was one of the things that I actually got... St- I was such a, I'm such a weird human, but I obviously was weirder as a kid. And I would get like fascinated on certain things in football. Like I was fascinated with tight ends and everything. I would like fixate on stuff. Right. And I remember fixating on backup quarterbacks for a while, like tracking, <laughs> God, where's Gus Farratt? Like I really got to keep, like who who signed Gus Farratt this year? I have to know like where the mattered, backup quarterbacks yeah. is. Well, and I even like, I catch myself, I'm like, oh, where the... Where's Josh McCown this year? Like, like I have to oh, like yeah. make sure. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got to make they're, sure they're, I know some where of my them are fun. Are. Yeah, some of yeah. them, especially Josh McCown. Well, I mean, we're extremely pro uh, Fitz Magic here. Who's exactly. Like just who's the, like the, the epitome, the, the god emperor of backup quarterbacks. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. But then it's also a funny thing of like how they're graded differently too so so you know we could go back a few weeks and it's like oh my god marcus mariota's a fucking starting quarterback again and it's like no he's what the fuck no absolutely the not thing, best thing that ever happened to marcus mariota is to become a backup quarterback like, just, <laughs> he like because he because he, pl- he plays well for a backup quarterback he switched positions yeah exactly it's like, exactly yeah. <laughs> Well said. Exactly. Yeah. He's much better at his new position yeah, than he was way at Way better. Way yep. better, man. It's like it's like moving Tim Tebow to age back. It's like, it's like, oh, it's a new position. It makes so much more sense. Oh, man. Super oh, true, man. dude. Super true. Yeah, man. What did you think of uh, Jalen Hurtsgate at the end of, of that game? That's a good, Where, nice transition, man. God, you're getting yeah. good at this. Fuck. I'm re- not good at much. But no, you're definitely here, not. At least you're aware. No, you're, self-awareness yeah. is, is a good virtue. Yeah, I'm humble before God. But yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, I, I almost just have, feel like I have the same reaction as everyone else because I'm like, how could you not have that reaction when, when that happened? <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah. Yes. <laughs> or I'm like, are you fucking, and then, and then after the game, I'm like, yes. Yes. Just keep flying. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Like, how would you expect anyone in their right mind to buy any of that shit he was saying, dude? And, and for the record, I, I, I say my ha, not just as a Packers fan or right, a right. fan, as a human. Uh, absolutely. I'd say ha. Absolutely. And, and if I had been a fan of any of the teams affected, Washington, Philly, New York, yeah. New York. Ha! Because all you fuckers, every every person deserved what they got. (laughs) Exactly. Every single person deserved. Like it was about fucking time Washington got one break. They did. Just for God's sakes, just give them (laughs) one inch. Stop ripping the limbs and filling them with cancer. Like just, like just, like just stop. Just stop. Just let them have one thing for one second. Yeah. It's gonna last one week, and then the NFL's normal again. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. but, but at least Washington is the most exciting team out of them to make it. That actually, like, well, they're the most competent. Team. Yes, yes, and they have a real defense. And I mean, they're not going to win the game. They're not going to win the game by no means. No. But but at least no, no. hopefully they don't get completely smoke checked. They probably will. But they're going to produce a really really ugly twenty to thirteen. Yes, like that is yes. The worst game of the weekend to watch. Right, where they they have over. technically a chance to win it, but they were never going to win that game if you really look at it. Exactly, man. Yeah. So, and also, I don't know. I've always kind of rooted for Philly. I don't know why, but like, 
at the same time, I'm like, this is the house you built, guys. Like, this is like, yeah, it, it, it's it's it, it's chaos and bullshit, and you didn't manage your people, and uh, fucking Doug Peterson got so absurdly full of himself after he won that championship. Yeah, and it's just like, and nothing got tightened up. Nothing. It, it kind of turned into Mike McCarthy after his championship, where it's like, nah, nothing could do wrong. Everything will figure itself out. It's fine, and you know nothing did. this is this is the first time i can to this level i guess i would say yeah. that that i can remember that a head coach teaching his quarterback room this talented like they weren't this talented i i like there's Making no reason quarterback room worse than yeah. yes than what it is and that was super mm-hmm. it was super off-putting for me while when this all first started with carson wentz you know if you take the Stuff we talked about early in our podcast out of it, true or not, it's like you look at the talent level and you look at the other problems with this team and they just play like quarterback carousel with this team. And and, and especially when they're the main guys paid already, it's like, Mm -hmm. dude, you guys are stirring up some shit that you don't want a piece of. And now they're they got to deal with it and they got to deal with money and they got to deal with with issues. And it's like, man, did that. So how do you feel about the third like? The third QB on the depth chart coming in. Not let's not even talk about the, the timing of him coming in. Just coming in in general, because if you take the timing away, it's like yeah, okay. I guess it makes sense. But I mean, no, it's a it's a straight ass tank job. And it is. It, but yeah, I, but they they didn't need the win to better themselves. So if they would have started him, like if they would just came up like, hey, we want to get this last game of the season. We want to get a, this guy. We want to see. We want to get him. You know, get a look at him. Last game of the season. It's like okay. You know, we we would have something to say, but not. We wouldn't be saying what we're saying right now because of the situation. It was the timing. It's like what the, f- you pulled him on a, you're in field goal range. You just gave your backup quarterback, or technically starter, I don't know, and you, you went for it on fourth down. Didn't get. Of course, he wasn't going to get it. Like there was no indication through any drive that you had that game that he was going to fucking get that first down. It, it was weird, and like you said, it was a fucking tank job, man. Yeah. So. I forgot who said this. I'm sorry, I can't credit you. But um, I remember hearing this week when someone was asking if, like, why the Jets pissed away Trevor Lawrence at the end of the year. Like, 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 is there anything good out of that? And he says, well, yeah. He goes, Adam Gase isn't there, but a lot of those players will be. Some of those coaching staff will be. Some of the personnel will be. And it's important to build a, a sense and culture of winning. A hundred percent. Like, 100%. yeah, like. Like it has to matter that those guys want to win and that they feel like you are making them win and that that this is an organization that wants to win. And what the Philly did there, yeah, they go up two higher draft picks. They go from eight to six. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, is that worth the worth the psychological damage? Not even close. A transparent tank job like that does. I'm not sure it is. It's like, oh man, now we got the best middle linebacker instead of the second best corner. It's yeah, like, oh, <laughs> all right. I and they fine. suck. They need like every like you're you. They'd be able to get the best position at at least one thing they needed. You know, so mm-hmm. the te- it didn't even fucking matter at the end of the day. I agree with you, dude. And coming from like a Suns fan, dude, where I watched a lot of losing basketball when when a game was on the line. It, at a, like to a point, you're done fucking losing for picks, man. You're just done mm-hmm. losing for picks. And this organization is supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be in the upper echelon of management, is what everybody keeps telling me. And they're supposed to be, you know, respected. It's supposed to 
have talent. And it's like, dude, are you kidding me for two or three positions that it's not like, man, it's just not worth it. I, I, to answer your question, it's not even close to worth it at all. No, not even close. It's not, especially when I think that's the biggest problem with that organization right, right now is there's enough good players and coaches on that team to win. It's they got the fucking yips. 100%. And they got, yeah, and they're, and they're, they're head cases. Like, I like a lot. Dallas Goddard, uh, Miles Sanders, there's some good offensive linemen. There's Darius Slay on there's that Slay, team. Yeah. Like there's there's Fletcher Cox. Fletcher, like there's yeah. a, that defensive line is is kind of getting old, but it's still got a lot of like pros pros. On yeah, hundred percent. You, you can do some stuff with that. Like no, you can still do something there, man. And like you, you can't have those guys playing there like that, especially when I have so much fantasy equity in that team. You can't <laughs> can't put that poison. I have enough po- I have enough blood poison on my fantasy team. I can't have Doug Peterson in there making it worse. But one last topic, and we'll move on from the Eagles because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's a it's a, it's a bad neighborhood. It's a big story there. too. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to talk about. I have pretty strong feelings on this. So Wince is donezo. He is. Yeah. He's he gone. Is, he's uh, out of there. Thou, thou who shall not be named. He is Voldemort. He's gone. He's out. Okay. So, so, um, does that mean that Jalen Hurts is the answer? Or are I, those two different things? I mean, I think they're going to play the game that like he is the answer. So that's all I can say is that in their eyes he is the answer. I see because I I think it's more about Carson Wentz than it is about Jalen Hurts. And I don't particularly think that Jalen Hurts is an exceptional replacement. I don't think he's better than Carson. No, Wentz. no, me neither. And I, and I, I don't. I think you, if you get rid of Carson Wentz and you have Jalen Hurts, I think you still need a quarterback. So I, I think he's played fine, but I don't see anything about his game that like he's not an elite runner. He's not an elite passer. No. He does. Something about that flat airplane takeoff <laughs> ball yeah, yeah. that is just offensive to the eyes that I can't get over. And yeah, he's a tough runner, and people seem to like playing with him, and that's worth something. Um, yeah, but I, I just don't see that playing out in a way that's going to make that organization go. Yeah, I think he's like a. I don't even want to say discount. He's like a, a just severely marked down to a. You know, kind of. If you, because Tua has, he's a little more mobile, right? Because Tua has everything he's better at, and he has like intangibles that Jalen Hurts doesn't, like that just add up to winning. Jalen Hurts doesn't really have those. No, and I mean he. I mean, Jalen Hurts has won a national championship before. He's, you know, of course, like, at the yeah, collegiate level, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he he's a competitor. He's a lot of the stuff you can't coach, blah blah blah. He's just never been an impressive passer. You no, can pass in the NFL. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah simple as yeah. that. It, it might be good for Miles Sanders' fantasy value to be with that kind of quarterback. It might be good for uh, numbers in that offense, maybe. And I bet, I bet he's going to win someone their league next year because he's going to have all that rushing yards and two touchdowns a game and all this kind of stuff. But that doesn't mean he's a he's, NFL quarterback yeah. that makes your team go, man. Like, it's just very I, I true. Those two different things. Very true. Speaking of winning national championships, did you watch any of the college ball this weekend? The, the playoffs? Just the highlights, not the actual games. Just, but yeah. Okay. I do not remember a six-hour back-to-back period that I think did more for skill position drafts that I've ever seen. Right. I sat, right. I sat and watched both those games, and. You don't gotta tell me who Devontae Smith <laughs> no. is. I've been on Devontae Smith right, for like right. like thirty months now. He's been my guy. And I'm just right. like, I knew he was good. I yep. fucking knew he was good. Yep. And now he goes out and has the most dominant single season. But that game, man, he was just 
he was playing a different sport. He was an eighth grader playing with sixth graders. Dude, it, like, it's was, crazy that like, you could just like look at that, just him on screen. Like, yeah, he was the best receiver there for the past two years. That's nuts, dude. With the talent that's run, that's nuts. I it, there there's something about it because like all the receivers that came out of there and the fact all that Jalen Jalen Waddle is maybe the third best receiver in this draft <laughs> and it's like nuts. <laughs> and, and he is still like way the fuck up here mm-hmm. and um there's so much about his game that reminds me of like Randy Moss but three inches shorter mm-hmm. where he has like the same weird build and the smoothness and the aggressiveness to him. Um, uh, that is, you know, it's a very lofty comparison, but, um, it, I mean, he, I think he locked up receiver one for this draft. However, for sure. However, when I'm ranking them, I, you have to be so careful because he has, he's huge and dominant and everything, but that Jamar Chase season is only 12 months away. We haven't seen him play. And so it's super easy to kind of push him out of your mind yeah. and just keep these big, big goo-goo eyes for Devontae Smith, which you should. Yeah, again, of course. Isn't about, but I get what you're good. saying. They're, they're not yeah, that far apart. Yeah. Don't, don't forget about Jamar Chase. Freakazoid yeah. Jamar Chase is. That's, that's the only thing I, I kind of hated about. Like, we, we should celebrate Devontae Smith right now. Like, yeah. His accomplishments and yeah. he won the Heisman. That's awesome. That's, 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 that's a wide nuts. receiver position. That, that's nuts. That's completely insane. Yep. But... Like let's don't don't discount that man. <laughs> yeah, like, Mark Chase yeah, is don't the truth sleep too. On him. Yeah, for sure. Dude. Yeah, and, and as far as like because everything circles our dynasty league, man. So um, it's really going to I think depend on where they land. Of course, as just like it, it is, always does is where they go. Yeah, but like Philly's sitting there at six. Yeah, like like their number one receiver. All the receiver answers are going to be there for whoever's there. Do you take one of them at three? Pairing with Tua, and then that situation is taken care of. Oh my of. god, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially, how do you feel about that trade now, Texans? Where the hell is our is, is our fourth hottest boy? Yeah, now when, when you to need to fucking him. Answer, <laughs> answer for that. Or you could have, like, legit had as close of a replacement cheaply as you could have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. And, the, and they have their new GM, too. That guy has a lot to answer for not being here. But. Yeah. <laughs> And I think the other thing to talk about uh, in those two games is Justin Fields. And I... He's been kind of quarterback four for me. I know just, you're like, not in love with him, yeah. Yeah, I, and like no disrespect to him. He's, he's accomplished a lot, and there's a lot to like about him. He's still, cool, he's still a top ten player. He's he's future Pete's boy is what he is. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's going that four to Atlanta to get right, used to it. Right. But... Um, <laughs> He, he, he has still problems in that game. He threw a fucking pitiful triple coverage pick in the end zone. That I'm like, bro, don't do that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. man, there is something about, uh, there's a lot of different ways to enjoy a sporting event when you're watching it. And like the game's competitive or um, there's a lot of drama or whatever. That game was not competitive. Ohio State <laughs> right. molly whopped Clemson from the moment once. Which is but crazy. There was something wildly compe- like compelling about watching that game just because like, you kind of like felt the magic of what Justin Fields was doing, like with busted ass ribs going out there and just completely taking over that game and destroying a way superior team. Mm-hmm. Like th- there was something like just like in like enrapturing about watching that. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I mean, you can't teach that sort of stuff. So like, I do think it has caused me to go, oh wait, I need to go back and 
watch Justin Fields a little bit. Sure. And, sure. I'm, and, I, and I'm definitely more open to moving him around my board. And like, I haven't done all my quarterback work yet. I still haven't watched almost any Zach Wilson. Right, right. But he gets like, a lot of talk, I, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's he may end up at, at two yet because that was a, a kind of religious sport sports watching experience for me. That was yeah that was something. So there's something I kind of want to get into. I think it's a pretty yeah. interesting talk, and it's it might not be what I'm gonna say is something that has always like sat in me, and I don't want this to be real, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared that it is. So I'm gonna go. Let's see. Let's take it to basketball for a second, and we'll come back to football. Okay. So there's something like when I watch NCAA basketball, mainly the NCAA tournament, right? Because I'm following the draft prospects, mm-hmm. see who the Suns are gonna grab. And there's something I, I see a lot where, like, take DeAndre Ayton, take Ben Simmons, take, like, high-profile guys like that, like, number one pick-type guys, right? Mm-hmm. It's, those guys busted out early in the NCAA tournament. And, like, you want to just be like, oh, oh well, they're on bad teams or, or whatever. But it's like, mm-hmm. at a point, shouldn't they be good enough to, like, not get trounced early in a 64 or more than 68-team tournament? And you mm-hmm. don't know. And... So now I, I try to like look. Then I look at college football too, where it's like, well, this guy's on paper really good. I'm using the eye test. I, I don't really know, and they actually win that game for your guy, like for your. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an interesting thing to see because, like, you know how I feel about Ben Simmons, and you know mm-hmm. how I feel about DeAndre Ayton. I think they both are underachievers, and they're Softies. yeah, and their mm-hmm. limit is capped already for both of them, mm-hmm. and. I don't know if there's a correlation to that with their from going from um, from college to professional, and then I don't know if you can cross reference into football either because football is so different because it's like we've seen so many guys be bad and we know they were bad, you know, mm-hmm. but they or we know they wouldn't excel at the next level like Tim Tebow and guys like that where they were just super successful in college. But we immediately knew. So maybe maybe what I'm trying to say is maybe football is easier to read than basketball. So maybe you maybe you're just you're right. Like, dude, you're right about him, and that's just the end yep. of the, and that's just the end of the story. Well, I I think like like a lot of things in life to get very big about this conversation. Mm-hmm. When we scout, we don't like to acknowledge how truly complex a player is, right? And how many things have to come together to. To create a prospect that's successful, mm-hmm. like it's not just is this guy a winner? How fast is he? Right. Can he? Can, can, does he study tape? Is he all about football? It, <laughs> there has to be levels of all those of things that. matter. Yeah, to, yeah, those yeah. things all matter. Yeah, but the bars have to slide up and down to to create a total at the end. And I do think there is something about what you're saying about the guys that are super talented but just don't have the teeth to them. Like it's 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 the difference between uh, Calvin Johnson and Jerry Rice. Yep. It's it, it's it's like Jerry Rice was a fucking psychopath. Yep. Like he just he didn't or, or Michael Jordan or these guys that just like I need to be great. I have yep. to be great. I'm awesome. I'm and gonna piggyback that, off of this so fucking hard, dude. I'm, yeah, oh my yeah. god. Ooh, I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm getting all lubed up and ready for it. But like it, it but there's guys who like 
are really good at what they do and show up and do their job very well, but treat it like a job. Yep. And in God, you were just oh, um, mm-hmm. my point is just gonna mm, it's just gonna slather I'll, it's gonna slather I'll, all I'll, over yours. I'll, I'll take my shirt off. It's okay. I'm I'm ready, man. Look, I'm all slathered up. Do I'm good you to go. do you remember? I don't know if you've seen this because we didn't even talk about this, but I remember it clear as day because I was like, oh wow, that's really impressive. And but at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, I don't care. There was a video that came out before the NFL season started with Andy Dalton throwing fucking Dardo Maddox. I, I think he was throw. I don't remember what he was throwing at, but I mean, he threw like six balls in a row where they were just like ding, 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 just complete darts, like same spot. And everybody, it was like a hype video, you know, because he mm-hmm. just got, he just went to Dallas and like, he was like, oh, he can, you know, he still got it. And I was just like, yeah, Andy Dalton can sit in the, his backyard with some buddies in a, in a natty light and throw six accurate balls, put him in a football game. And that, that just goes all the way back to your point. It's like, dude, just some people got it. You know what I mean? Like, and they got it whenever they need it and they don't give a fuck when it is, who's there, who's watching. It's like, dude, I'm like, I never doubted Andy Dalton wasn't like accurate. Like when he's just throwing a football in his backyard, I'm like, I'm sure he's accurate. It's just like when I'm sure Ben Simmons can hit a jump shot, not in a game, you know, just some guys Mm -hmm. fucking got it. And, And that just goes back to your point where it's like, some people are just fucking psychopaths where, they put in so much work and they just have a different like a switch where where they can turn it on and it can stay on for as long as they want in any situation and they are just dominant and they're better than anyone else that and it's like Andy Dalton doesn't have a switch. He, no, he, no does, he, doesn't. he doesn't have it. It's it, it's maybe the only di- like th- these players are absurdly similar physically but like exactly. Pat, Pat, oh, well uh, Pat Mahomes and Jay Cutler are the same kind of player. 100%. But, but Jay Cutler was just here to sling the ball and drink some and drink a forty, like and and Pat Mahomes like I'm here to fuck shit up yeah, and be great, yeah, and win and, games and, and win yep. Super Bowls, yes. And I'll I'll play on one ACL or I'll, I'll play. How many points am I down? Cool. How much time do I got? Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like it, it, it it's different. It's different, and it, it's something that's maybe harder to scout than anything else. But that is to go back to our original point. That's kind of what I saw from Justin Fields. I mean, anyone right. can do that one one moment in one game. I mean, Mitch Trubisky won that close playoff right. game once. Right. Congrats. But like it, it definitely makes me want to look at the guy harder now because like, oh, exactly, I, he's a guy that I can like be excited to watch. And and um, so uh, this is not my comparison mm-hmm. uh, again, but like that's Deshaun Watson. Oof. Like that's the exact same thing. Is like Deshaun Watson is currently has a giant metal ball that is the Houston Texans Texans around his neck dragging him down right but like when he goes out there okay yeah that guy's gonna be great and he's gonna win and like and and Justin Fields plays a lot like him and kind of has that same sort of like approach to things so it's like okay this could work out this like like, I could I I could see that man dude I couldn't agree more man and like you brought up a one guy out of the two I was going to bring up when I was going to say there's only that I could think of immediately that are two guys in the league that don't follow their track record. But it's like if they were in different situations, because usually a lot of people want to blame it on situation, but it's like Andy Dalton went from Cincinnati to Dallas. He's the same fucking same guy, same you, know, you know, so yeah. situation is not not a reason. So but most of the time, but there are two guys mm-hmm. and you already named one Deshaun Watson, like mm-hmm where the organization is just not letting them be elite. And can you guess the other one? I'm curious to see if 
Matt Stafford. Hundred. God damn. Yes. Oh, yes. Our beards and yes. brains are the same. <laughs> yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Those are the two guys. I am all about Matt Stafford being free. Yep. I cannot tell you how excited I am for that gentleman, that young gentleman that's older than I am. Um, but, dude, and I was thinking all week. Where do I want him to go? Like, wh- right. where do I want to marry him to? And I came up with two ideas. And we'll see what you have to think. I want to sure. hear your thoughts on that. My first dream position never happened, but I would just love it so much. Okay. LA, LA Rams. Oh, fool, would, baby. I, I would I hate it personally because of the division, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I've said for years, man, and I don't hate Jared Goff or anything, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, God, Sean McVay is very clearly kind of doing something cool over there. I would love to see him with a dude that could just fuck sling the rock. Yeah. 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 And, and Matt Stafford is kind of the perfect guy that I would love there. For sure. What else you got? The other, the other one, much more realistic and kind of just as perfect, but in a more like folksy way not an actual football way it's denver because that is uh, that is the most denver-ass quarterback that's ever it really dude holy fuck it really (laughs) is wow yeah and he's got some dudes to fucking go get the ball now he's got a decent offensive line god that one makes i think denver makes a lot of sense man denver because it's like it it almost reminds me of the colt what the colts kind of did where it's like yeah you got a youngish guy that's Lightly paid. I get it locks on a rookie deal, but it's like, mm-hmm. is he your fucking future? You know what I mean? So probably not. And then now you got to, I mean, Pete likes to talk about bridge quarterbacks all the time. I can't think yeah. of a better bridge than Matt Stafford. My God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to a lesser extent, I think San Francisco is fine. Uh, yeah, but you could insert yeah, almost thing. like you could just insert anyone that doesn't need to be on their own team there. And I've I've already chalked in Matt Ryan for that job anyway. Like, that yeah, yeah right so, right yeah. So I'm not I'm not even really considering them. But like it, yeah, Denver is this like man, that makes okay. so much sense. Yeah, Denver makes so much sense in the well yeah. all those tight ends like in those young receivers. Young receivers. Like, so you can just bounce it off Jerry Judy's chest four times a game <laughs> and then then throw it to Cortland Sutton. <laughs> But they, they really, uh, they do have like a oddly complete receiving core there. It's like we haven't seen it all, but they, ha- I, they have it all there. I think that just screams even louder about how bad Drew Luck, uh, Drew Luck actually is. Like, it's I don't, possible. What else do you need, bro? What else do you need? <laughs> like, like, it's like, you want us to get a fourth good receiver for you? We do. He's, it, it's, it's Tim Patrick. He's fine. He's a good fourth yeah, receiver. Yeah, right. We already him. have that. That's a yeah, great point, man. It's a great point. Do you want a, you want a third good tight end? Okay, fine. Ugh. He so Drew Locke does something that really bothers me, and it only bothers me because he's doing Raps. it at like he's doing it at the NFL level. If, if he did it, like this is something you do like when you were playing like uh, Pop Warner or you know mm-hmm. middle. I guess middle school is as far as you could do stuff like this, where he yeah. he celebrates every good play he makes. It's because like he does because yeah, he doesn't make that many good plays, so he has to he feels the need that he to and it's like no dude act, you know at a point you got to act like you've been there before and exactly he does not have that at all like at there, all there was ex- there was exactly one guy in NFL history that's ever gotten away with that and that was Brett Favre right and that was because because he was he a kid in a just, candy shop like it, it, he yeah, sold, he yeah. was yeah that was the entire mystique of 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 Brett Favre exactly. Um, 
Yeah, but um, and he was good. That also helped. Yeah, he was also one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> yes, when, when you can do that, you can be like, I'm doing however I want. Like, fuck you, right? <laughs> Drew Locke doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have no. the resume no. to be out there finger gunning the crowd. You know, like, no, no dude, win, win six games and then you can go ahead and <laughs> start finger gunning. And, yeah, yeah, finger gunning and rapping on the sidelines. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> When he did that, and it was like, "Oh my god, he has so much personality." I'm like, "He looks like a douche." He like, looks like a, he just looks like a, a stereotypical like, like a white goon. douche. Like, yeah, like yeah. white white middle America. Like he comes from like a I'm, I don't know his background, but I'm assuming he comes from a moderately wealthy family that like he probably got a nice car at 15 years old and mm-hmm. he probably wrecked exactly. it once. Yeah, like I can I can just look at him and tell who he is, and uh, that's maybe stereotyping, but I'm, he has that same. Like, I feel like there people have like again. I'm kind of stealing a bit here, but like, there's a punchable face thing <laughs> that like got it, dude. He is yeah, got it. Where like I looked at Brady Quinn, I'm like, Brady Brady Quinn's not going to be good. Look at his face. <laughs> like it's like it's a, it's like every fucking d bag in a frat in every college. Like it, he's not he's not quarterback. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like he's a high school he quarterback. Good. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. that he was the high school quarterback, but why is yeah, he still I'm, doing that? I'm, yeah. Dude, I'm sure he gets blown all, all the time, time dude. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, but he's not good. He's not he's good. He's not good. I mean, he's good at getting blown, <laughs> but like I don't I'm not paying him for that. Dude, he literally cool. is. He's a create a douche in like if you yeah, he he really is, man. There's no- same with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Same Mitch. thing. He has the same fucking cool dude face <laughs> that is just no. And, and, and like portals. I can keep going. I can keep going. I got them all day. And, like, and they and here's the one thing, dude, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like yeah. Drew Locke, baby face, no facial hair. Mitch Trubisky, I don't know what the fuck he's got going on in his face. Mm-hmm. And it's like you say what you want, but like all those dudes can't grow facial hair. And then the only thing that confused me is like, why does Strevler have a beard? I can't I can't wrap my my mind around it. Cause like I feel like everyone that has a beard is at least competent at that position. Like, you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're like, okay, I'm on board. Damn, competency down to his nipples. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm on board. Yep. Fuck it. And then you, yep. yeah, but you look at Drew Locke and you're like, what the fuck? I can't. I'm going to follow this guy into battle? Okay. No, no. I'll follow this guy into fucking someplace with jello shots. I- <laughs> and, and him and his backwards visor are going to have a good time in there. It's going to be a good time. Dude, say, but- say what you want, dude, but. There's two guys, two young guys that have like the. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you the the two, like tree branches of like if you're coming into this league, if you look like these two guys, you're probably going to be okay. That's one. If you look moderately like Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, if you have the sunshine look or just like the stoic, like tall, just that like commanding presence, you got to have that. You can't you're have not, frat boy. You can look. be. You can't be too handsome. Like, yeah, you have right. To, you, yeah, you, gotta have, you have yes. to be average handsomeness, ugly. Yep. Or or have like the long hair thing. Yeah, sunshine. Like, you, yeah, you got to be yeah, either sunshine, sunshine or, or yeah. You just or you like you just said you got to have that like uh, comm- you're you're not ugly, but you're not the most handsome guy in the room. But you but you're like ah, oh, dude, you'd get some numbers at the you yeah, know you're fuckable. Yeah, you yeah, fuckable. I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd, right. I'd fuck Josh Allen for sure. But like, <laughs> yeah, like, but Nick Foles, ugly motherfucker, has a Super Bowl ring. Right. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, you tell me Drew Brees is winning any beauty contests? Huh? No, no. Or, or God, there's a weird ugliness to Aaron Rodgers that like kind of it is, and me that's why that's it. why it always bothered me. It's like why are they trying to make him into like a supermodel? I'm like that's not who he that's not what he is. He, he, no, no, it's long noses yep. and like and like receded chin. Yep. Yeah, it's like there, there's baby face also not acceptable. Jake not at Cutler, all. Drew Lock. Yep, can't, can't have, have baby, baby face. face. Yeah, can't have baby face. 
Anyway, our new scouting school will be uh, fourteen ninety five a month. <laughs> Go ahead and sign up right now, dude. Our entire <laughs> job—you just send us a fucking uh, headshot of it. We tell if you can be an NFL quarterback. We're like, yeah, go for it, or I, no, you're done. I would love to be write, a like, fucking. A go ahead. You know how like um, every Twitter scout charges like eighty bucks for like their their, their draft preview that they type up or whatever. Right. I would I would love to do that, but just all garbage scouting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hand size and and face punchability and uh, leadership, like all intangible yeah. stuff. Leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Like- uh, yeah. Just just like. Um, was their dad a, a, a high school coach? <laughs> like you know, just like just like junk, just all junk like that, just like entirely junk. Scouting. Dude, we're joking it's about like, it, but that shit matters. Like everything we just said, actually, and it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's not. That's why it exists, though. That's why it, it exists. Does exist. as a the joke. only the only problem why we're laughing is because it's not like there's no scale. It's not measurable like on an even keel. You can't. You can't. We, there's no. Baselines. All we can do is use our own made-up baselines that we go yes. by. Which that's that's so, why it's funny. That's why it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's just like, but that's so it gets talked about so much. It's like, cool. Did you guys watch the tape? How good is he at football? Like, that's kind of what I'm here. <laughs> no, for. we didn't do. We don't need but that. Just we're leave, talking about you guys the distance between his pinky and his thumb. We're talking about that shit, and like how his grandma <laughs> died once, and it made him sad. It's like I don't. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, did his grandma die? Because because then it's going to be on that's, draft day. That's big too. That's, that's, that's big too. Got to go in the draft book. Based off of based off of our um, scale that we just created, there's only been one quarterback that I guess both of. I mean, we were both super wrong. Me especially. That like we didn't follow the grade that we're talking about right now, and it's like if we would have applied our grade, we'd have been like, oh, of course he was going to be fucking bad. It's Josh Roseanne. Yeah, jo- Josh Roseanne was. Um, if we would have just applied our great, like our our fucking scouting that we're talking about right now to him, he has something else that I want to talk about because 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 Drew Locke has it. He has girl shoulders. Yes. Like he has very like narrow shoulders that kind of come in and kind of noodly oobly arms and like. But a guy I do believe in also has that. I'm slightly concerned. Joe Burrow has girl shoulders too. They're not so, as bad as them guys, but yes, I know what you mean. They're not broad. Yeah. They're not like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not as concerned with him, but it is something to keep your eye on. And it's, it, you know, but it's that kind of stuff you get when you give us $15. We keep you $15 a month and eventually we'll write it. We promise. <laughs> um, but I need those $15 this month. I don't care where you put it. Just put it in your mailbox. We'll find it. It's <laughs> it's not your job to get it to me. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. Just make a paper airplane, throw it out the window. Make it we'll available. Yeah. You, your make job is to make it available. The universe will get it to me. And we'll give you the fucking hot boy. I mean, uh, true scouting. Hot, hot, dra- hot scout <laughs> can book. That's what it is. The hot scout handbook. I'd pay $15 for that. Yeah. Well, Rolls right will. off the tongue. Everyone will. Not, not, you will not pay me for $15. You'll pay $15 a month for it. It's different. <laughs> well, you can't. You, you won't be current. It, I mean, you can. I would go ahead and unsubscribe, and then you'll look like a fool sitting next to your buddy at the bar talking about, oh, dude, we're already on to the next set of shoulders. You know what I mean? It's been months. No, no, no. No, no. Hey, listen. I, fucking Josh Roseanne's girl shoulders. <laughs> They're last month's yep, news. Yeah, last month's news, man. If you're up on your dues. <laughs> You would know about whose shoulders we're talking about this week and who we're going to punch in the face. Who's too handsome? Just don't look like a fool. Give us $15. Like oh, my God. We should apply that. 
So Trevor Lawrence will be fine because he's got the sunshine look. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. Oh, I'm a little worried about Zach Wilson though. Mm-hmm. Though he he kind of has the, he's right in the border of the sunshine look, but he's a Mormon, so he's yeah. not like he's not like loose enough to pull it off because he's like too about Mormon's a very specific thing that we can't we haven't graded that yeah we haven't graded that yet and it's too niche so we have to I think I think we should get a pass on him and we should be allowed to see how he does and then we and then if we see how he does then we apply Mormon we we collect the data exactly that's the kind of manpower that we you know the the work we put in you know what I mean that's a well, that's what's being funded by your fifteen dollars a month is that sort of data collection and research. For us to scout Mormons, right? For us to scout Mormons to find out what Joseph Smith thinks about this quarterback, and he thinks he needs more wives. <laughs> oh man, it's good. I am. I am. Ex- so the narrative I think about this quarterback class now that we've talked about their fuckability and haircuts. Um, is that it's it's like Trevor Lawrence and then a bunch of Jags. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think that um, the the hype and I think deserved hype of, of uh, Trevor Lawrence is throwing off the curve a bit. Yeah, but it's rightfully I, I think, due, and that's why I agreed yeah. with what you said. Because, like, I mean, it's unfair, but it is like, yeah, it's it's him and then everyone else. Yeah, but there's so many guys at the top there that need quarterbacks still. Like I, I, I do think you know Zach Wilson's going to go up there, Trey Lance is going to go up there, Justin Fields. I think someone's going to get a deal with Kyle Trask. I'm a, kind of a big Kyle Trask guy. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like someone like he's going to be there at like 15. Yeah, no get taken. Yeah, yeah. When New England picks, and we're going to go fuck, and then it's going to be another issue. Yep. But um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited to sort of dive in. This is this is one of the most exciting quarterback years, man. I. I it's just so many teams that need them. So many, so many guys coming out. It's, it's exciting. Half the, yeah, half the teams are going to change your quarterbacks, and it, I'm, I'm here for it, man. It's going to be fun. It I, is. I like it when shit gets gets shaken up. And guys like Drew Brees are probably going to be done. Ben Roethlisberger is probably going to be done. God, Bill Rivers might be done. Yep. Like it's that's just it's like, three teams right there, and and that's not even bad quarterbacks. No, they're just old. Yep, and dead. done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like so. I think everyone's just sort of penciled Carson Winston for that. Colts job. It, it seems like it, and that's great. Yeah. I think. I, 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 let's see it. Yeah. And everyone's kind of p- penciled in Sam Darnold for the Pittsburgh job, and like there's like weird sort of like assumptions. I feel like, but like, they're not all going to come true. You know, they're not all no. going to come true. So we got to see where these guys get drafted. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun. And like we still have like some young cats in the league that need to develop too. So it's a pretty interesting dynamic. Yeah, let, like Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. who's finally, exactly. finally out of prison. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, and like, does Justin Herbert regress? Does he have That's like a sophomore a, yep. sort of slump? Because yep. yep. like, who knows who's coaching that? That, for the record, I'm gonna say two things. Mm-hmm. One, if I'm a head coach, that's where I want to go. Yeah, yeah. You, you have your your quarterback question answered. You have a talented team. Yep. You got a good G, you got a good GM who's picking you. Yep. Okay. Yep. Like, however, I am speaking for. All hot boys present and absent. No one is allowed to get on the Chargers bandwagon next year. It's not allowed. Right. Not doing it again. Right. It's not. No. I agree. No. I agree. No one's allowed. I am putting a moratorium on it. They're not a sleeper team. They're not a bounce back team. They're nothing. They're nothing. You no. can't pick them for anything. 
If you say it on this podcast, I will edit it out with like cat sounds instead. And, and we got pl- we got how- plenty of those. Jesus yeah, Christ! Usually, just just the sound of 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 Clark's cat banging on the on the door. I will put that over all of your audio, so no one can hear you talk about. Because I can hear right, I can hear Pete right now in like like eight months. I'm gonna say something, guys, and no, no, like like he's the he- only one that thought of it. Yep. You have to make once they make it to the divisional round of the playoffs. I will allow them to be mentioned in positive terms on this podcast. But until then, moratorium. I am, I'm closing the door to positive Chargers hype. I'm a little worried. Like I'm, I w- let's just talk about them now, and then we we'll, won't talk about them for eight yeah. months. So, because like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to evaluate that, and I guess it all starts with like, was Anthony Lynn that bad? And it's like as a, as a, as a. Coach minus leadership, it's like maybe, maybe he was, um, but he wasn't. He wasn't kitchens bad. So it's like, are they going to be able to be the Browns and have that type of immediate? Just because they do have a good roster and and you know along those lines, and we do see that they can win games. It's like, are they going to be able to do what the Browns did just by upgrading supposedly at coach? And I'm not convinced they they are. So I I. Sometimes things just are bad marriages, I think. Mm, okay. I, don't, I don't think that it was... I just don't think it worked with that combination. I'm not sure why, but there was something weirdly toxic about how that was coming together. Like, it just wasn't coming together. Um, I actually think that he should get another job someplace. I, 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 I could see him having, like, a, a Pete Carroll route where, like, he goes... Because he was the Jets head coach for a while. Was he the... Jets, Cardinals, and Patriots. Yeah, he he, yeah. he was around for a while. Yeah, and he's finally got some place where like what he was doing worked, sunk in, yeah. and worked. And and I I think that so let's talk, let's talk a little bit about coaching searches. Sure, then, I guess. But I think he should get another job. And here's my hottest take of the the coaching search. I think Marvin Lewis needs another job too. <laughs> I I I do think that that is legitimately. Um, Something that I feel like should happen because he was there forever. He raised the Titanic. He got burned there, and then they burned him. Yeah, and he was he built a really solid roster there and turned them into an AFC. And didn't give him a chance to see anything through. No, they just bangled the fuck out of him. And (laughs) yeah, I, I I don't. I, I would really, really love him, I think, in Houston. I think we'd be like just add Oh, that's some awesome. Stabi- yeah. 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 Some stability there. And like I have an adult in the room. And like I just feel like that would be really great in Houston. And I, I, for some reason, I just feel like he would get the absolute most out of Deshaun Watson. I think that would be Good awesome. Good call. I like that. Um, but uh, unfortunately, because of who their GM is, it's going to be Josh McDaniels. And it's going to be just a funny, sad train wreck yeah, yeah but yeah. uh <laughs> but I, I i those are the two guys that i really want to get other jobs for sure um i, I think there's a little bit too much of the hotness out there on guys like robert sala everybody's hype on him dude it's like some you know sometimes it's better to just be the most coveted coordinator you know that's not a bad thing and i think mm-hmm. he i think sala knows that because he even made like a comment earlier where he's like yeah if i come back and i'm the uh Niners defensive coordinator. That's cool. And it's like, yeah, it is, you know, because you're you're good there and you well, uh, I mean, what do we just talk about? It's about marriaging things. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, and you clearly work. fit there. Yeah, yeah. But back to um your other thing, like Anthony Lynn, um, I agree with you just on the sole fact of like I'm always on board for 
Because like you look at Anthony Lynn, he does everything right, man. And he and like you watch him in the in the uh, press conferences, you watch him like you saw a little of him on Hard Knocks, where he's like, dude, you fucking like this guy, and and he's a man and he carries himself well. And it's like, yeah, I'm all for giving these guys other shot, you know, instead of turds like Gase and guys that are just awkward. Yes. And cause like, you know, I'm not saying that that epitomizes their, their coaching ability, you know, like, but it does say something to you at least in like a social man to man aspect. And Anthony Lynn at least has that where it's like, Oh, this dude's talking. I'm going to listen. I wonder if like he would maybe like, play better with like an older roster like like guys that like like guys might appreciate that more because he could be like i mean like a i'm not saying he'll be as um illustrious as mike tomlin but like he you tell me he can't you know have that same type of like Mm -hmm. yeah get him like you just mentioned get him some veteran guys that want to like play for him win games yeah dude it could definitely work get him in atlanta yeah like somewhere like atlanta like where where that roster is kind of like just not seasoned yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and just like send them in there and everyone's like okay cool we're on board with this guy let's do it yeah and like i i think like that would be a really good fit i mean if you want to roll that back again which i kind of think you almost should like there's just so much they're kind of right almost in between where you have to do too much work to rebuild right now <laughs> it's a weird yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird line yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's like, do you, do you sell Matt Ryan and a couple of the offensive linemen and like all this other shit that you'd have to do to tear that roster down to a point where you could rebuild it? Like I, I don't know, but um, I think that would be a good fit. That would be another place where Marvin Lewis I think would pl- probably play pretty well. Good too. call. Um, and, and the thing is, just by what Marvin Lewis also was the GM there, right? You know, when he was right, yeah. When, yeah. So it's like. Is he better when he's not the GM or better when he is the GM? So like possible, yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, or someplace like well, no, because Detroit has to tear down now. They have like, to tear down. Yeah. Yeah, th- that's a lot closer. Yeah, to they're, place they're they rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I I would love to see that man. Um, I'm super curious what Jacksonville does because it's like because everyone's saying Urban Meyer, which I I have never been. I mean. Guy is wildly accomplished. No. Everywhere he goes, he wins. Yeah. But at the same time, like something, there's something stinky about him that always like bothers me because sure. he always leaves there like, oh, my heart hurts, and he leaves when they're like, <laughs> when like NCAA uh, like shenanigans are going on. Like he's oh, just always my. like, uh. <laughs> he's always like sick and leaves. Like it's just like there's something just so. It's the like, guy standing weird. at like in front of the jury room, and they're like, all right, Mister Jarvis, we're gonna sentence you to oh. It's like, oh, my heart hurts. I have to leave. It's like, you can't send me to jail. I'm having a heart attack. Yeah, yeah there's something like, like weak about that that like just drives me nuts. Because like, it, it, like if he was like actually sick, that'd be one thing. But it's just, like, it always happens right before sanctions come down, and it's just like, ah, I don't like that. The timing is just too. It's stinky. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh. Yeah. So I, so I I don't I don't love that, but it sounds like it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was a great topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Oh. God damn. I'm, I'm actually always kind of excited when the college guys come up, because it's just like sometimes it's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and other times it's hilarious. 
Like, it's, so like, it's, it's never just quiet. It's always it's yeah. always one or the other, baby. It's either Chip Kelly or it's Harbaugh. Like it's not nothing. It's yeah. never quiet. It's never nothing in the no. middle. That only no, it's never. That only works in the NBA, where a college guy comes up and you forget that he's coaching in the NBA. In football, you're either like, like Billy Donovan's still in the league. Yes, he's been here for like yes, years. exactly. <laughs> Exactly, dude. Yep. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the NFL, where it's like, dude, you're you're known. You are known either for good or for bad. No, like, like Chip Kelly was was bad and really funny. Yes, because he was just like, he like. Um, I also think the single coaches always crack me up because like, oh, you don't know how to talk to women or people. So that, like, <laughs> so the fact that he was never married and then he's like going out saying weird shit and building people. It's like, oh yeah, and makes sense. Playing with like race cars during like practice and shit, and it was like. He, like, all that shit's great. He was the first guy, because, like, that was, like, I guess one of my earlier years of actually starting to follow any college football, where mm-hmm. I was just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Because where where, it was the first time I heard an offense called by a coach, the Chip Kelly offense. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is this a cartoon? What, what are you talking about? The Chip Kelly offense. And then I saw the shit in the pros, and I was like... No wonder they didn't want to give it a real name because this is an absolute travesty. This is a joke. You don't want to sign. Well, it's, yeah, it's like we're going to run 120 plays a game. <laughs> Why? That sounds like really exhausting. It's like. And it doesn't I, work. I, you still have to pick up first well, downs. Like any. I, I hate systems. Yes. Because they're, they're always like these weird kitschy things that like you have to do for the thing to work. And then it. Then when you have to adjust, everything falls apart. It does apart. not work at all. Because yeah. be, especially with him, it's like, oh, well, we're up and we need to, like, kill some clock and, like, We're still running the this Chip ball. Kelly it's offense, like, no, baby. we're yeah. running right up there. We're doing <laughs> Chip, Chip Kelly shit. It's like, well, now they have three extra positions and you lost. It's like, I I, I, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Yes. It's been, like, one really, like, um, refreshing thing, I think, about Matt LaFleur in Green Bay, where you feel like he does what he needs to yeah, do. Yeah, he just, to yeah. Win. yeah. Yeah, he just. Well, Unlike Mike McCarthy, he was like, run slants. That's all we're doing. We're going to do it the run whole game. Slants. We're going to keep running slants. <laughs> Who's this Aaron Jones guy? We're not giving him the ball. Fuck him. Bye. <laughs> I feel like the, like the Mike McCarthy saga, that could be a whole podcast, man. That's just such a... Dude. How sweet is it? Him. We won't talk too much about it, but like, I know that's just like the sweetest thing for you, for him to just have the season that he had. It's it's such it's such like pure vindication for me, right? Because it's just like everything I said for, it wasn't even like now you said it forever, we, yeah, for oh. like years, like a decade. I'm like this guy is a tit. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, and it's like he's being just he's just hanging out like standing next to Aaron Rodgers in pictures and waving. It's like oh look at that great coach. It's like the fact that we wasted like a decade of one of the more glorious players in the history of our sport. Being weighed down by this fucking pile of chicken bits is just like completely <laughs> ridiculous, man. And the fact that he went out there and like put on the like facade that he'd learned something just to admit that he didn't learn something <laughs> is like, because he's like, oh no, I've been looking at analytics. It's like, yeah, I've been doing it. And then like at the press conference when he's hired, it's like, well, like <laughs> I looked at PFF once and it was like, it's like, oh, so you're aware that you like have this huge hole in your knowledge of football, and you're like, nah, fuck it. And so, like, it, that was like the part where I'm like, oh, you're like even worse than I thought. 
Because like there's 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 something about like not understanding your weaknesses that might be a maturity thing and like oh you just don't know but like to like know that you have a, that you have like a weakness in your game and going fuck it I'm good enough right Everybody I can overcome that yeah yeah that's what we we're talking about earlier he doesn't have the edge he's just kind of comfy yeah he's comfy yeah if good. I use one word to describe Mike McCarthy he's he's com- he's comfy shaped and like it's. <laughs> The fact that he failed in the most Mike McCarthy way. Dude, it was a he just, catastrophe. A, a mess, and everyone hates him, and no one knows what's going on. He's getting just fucking out and out, out loud cucked by his offensive coordinator. Like, right. It's like, yes, it's, it's it's incredible. I mean, you you I will give you credit for that. I mean, especially because it's, it's not easy to do when he's on your own team, and you got to you know tell the truth about something. But you, you were the first one, dude. You said well, it. And, and it's advantageous to your own well-being to convince yourself the guy you root for is good. Dude, we call it, we have a name for it. It's called the Eric Bledsoe method. Yes, it is. It's like, I love Eric Bledsoe this year. We're doing it. Dude, oh Bledsoe. my God. I was going to text you, but I think it was too yeah. late or something. What game was it? Oh my God. I was watching a game. It was, of course, it was the Pelicans. But they, yeah. they were in a fucking nail biter with somebody. And, oh my God, I can't remember the player, but... It came down to the wire, and essentially it was just Eric Bledsoe guarding the guy that was eventually going to hit the game winner. And the guy just gave him the complete business, man. Like, and it, it, it hits the game winner on it. I'm like, oh my god, Ugh. why does he like always end up in that situation where he has to guard the guy that's going to win the game, and he never stops him. And he doesn't just like he never contests it well either. It's not like oh, he just hit a tough shot. He always gets. Smoked. He always gets either lost or or just completely obliterated. I, I, which is weird because he's known as like a on ball defender. That's like one of his. He's, he's a he's a first team All NBA. Right. Exa- exactly. Exactly. It's, it's super weird because that's a big bullet on his resume. But dude, it's it's exactly what we talked about, dude. It's it, it, he does this, he disappears in the playoffs. He does. He, he he's he doesn't have the 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 fucking ice water. Not at all. Man. Like. He gets he gets fucking put on his ass every time he gets in the big spot, and I, and I feel like that was the the you knew we had to get to basketball at some point. Of course, but like uh, as opposed to usually we talk basketball first, we're talking basketball then. But um, uh, that's that's the true upgrade of Drew Holiday, I think. It's yeah. just like he just feels like he's just super in control all the time, and he has like an edge to him. Yeah, and that and, and it's like, is he that much more talented than Eric Bledsoe? Maybe not. Probably less. Right, but but say. but yeah. he he's calm and collected, and he does what needs to be done, man. Which is all that fucking matters to a certain point. And Eric, he's closer to a true true point guard, which, which is what you need. Yeah, what you yeah. need. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, and he can actually hit a fucking three. That's not a straight line to the backboard. Like, I, yeah, I, which is so weird in today's NBA. It's like I don't. It sounds bad because it, you know we're not perfect at our jobs, and a lot of people aren't perfect at their jobs. But it's like it's like how can he not shoot? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> He's a point guard. Yeah, how can he not uh, shoot. <laughs> you're, you're six two. Like what the fuck? Yeah, why can't you shoot? I, I don't understand it. <laughs> And why is it so uniquely ugly? Like it, it's it, it, it's like it's not it's, good, it's not effective, and hard to look at. He shoots, so it's just like he he shoots should go straight. Yes, it's like a Jalen Hurts pass. It goes like just straight out of his hand. He's just it's a, it's that it's that what we talk it's that uncle jump jump shot at the Y, dude. That's that's what it <laughs> yes. is, man. Where it's like from the shoulder. Yep, from the shoulder. Parallel yes. parallel to his head. He's not above his yep. head at all. It's like it's fucking uncle Uncle Drew. <laughs> Not the good Uncle Drew, not the Kyrie not the impersonator, but the real like Uncle, Uncle Drew. 
Uncle Andrew. Uncle Andrew, diabetes. yes. Yes. Yeah. Di- <laughs> type 2 diabetes and has to wear four knee braces. He's playing basketball because his doctor told him to get exercise or he's going to lose his foot. <laughs> I'd like to see them two in a shootout. It would be close. It would be close. Wow, man. Fucking Uncle Andrew is sweating, but he's only one one basket behind right now. So he's... Come on, Uncle Andrew. You can do it. Don't pull, pull an Urban Meyer, Uncle Andrew. Finish the shooting competition. Yeah. Uh, don't go, oh, no, 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 I lost by one. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the suns are on right now. That's what kind of made me start thinking basketball. I was like, oh, man. I've been watching a lot of hoop, man. It's been great. I, I've only caught like maybe three games yet so far. Like, well, I mean, it's so early. That's only that's yeah. like half of the games. You've called half the games. I mean, yeah, it's true. That's... And I, enough to know that Bobby Portis is the truth. <laughs> and that you only need to watch one game for that. You fucking you only need to watch one game for that, man. Dude, he is the king of the not quite double double, man. He's a, yeah, he's like yeah. always like eight rebounds, nine points every 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 game. Every single game, eight rebounds, nine points. Then not double double is the Bobby Portis. That's the Bobby. The Bobby stat line, yeah. The Bobby stat line, and usually like he even had like a six assist game too. So wow, wow, he's really pushing it, man. He's really yeah, he's filling the box score here, yeah. Yeah. So, and also I I like Brian Forbes, man. Like he's Mm -hmm. he's a nice dude. Dude, I forgot you guys got him because I liked him a lot from San Antonio. I was like, oh, this dude's a like he's a like he's a traditional San Antonio player, like just a really like. Not flashy, just does what he has to do. Good shooter, good shooter. He, he's fucking dead. He's a good shooter. That, that, that's what he is. That's he's the a, big thing for him. He, yep, he's the replacement for all the shooters, like the, the Corver and all the shooters. Yeah, really and he's not a well-known shooter, but he's he can snipe it, baby. He can snipe yeah. it. And DJ Augustine's out there just doing basketball stuff. Hey, he's, yeah, dude, absolutely serviceable, man. There's like I will, I don't think I ever say anything bad about DJ Augustine, man, because he he. Knows his role and he gets it done in his role, man. So there's nothing you can say that, that the, negative that is. The roster's not as like insufficient as I thought it was. I, um, I uh, yeah, great point. I think I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm starting to like get my like my hype up a little bit again. So I'm starting right. to get excited again because I was a little bit like, oh man, this could be an ugly year. We're gonna have to wait to sign someone next year. Blah blah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I uh, yeah. yeah, I've been watching a lot of different teams. Um, Seeing what the Nets are about, they're they're kind of a fun watch. They really are. Um, I have he's always fun though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's out right now because of COVID. But Kyrie, like I was watching last night, and Kyrie was like, "Oh yeah, he'll just pick up the load because he's Kyrie, you know." So and I'll tell you about how the world's not round. Yeah. And that and burn safe. It, it's, it's it like, sucks that that guy's like weird personality because the dude is so good, man. He is so I, good. Like, if there wasn't so much, like, toxic bullshit that is, like, hangs to the underbelly of Flat Earth, I would, like, cut him a lot more slack because he... I'm a weird dude into right. a bunch of weird esoteric shit, Sure, too. sure, sure. Like, like, so, like, there's there's part of that that's actually, like, endearing to yeah, me almost, about him. Yeah, almost relatable, yeah. Yeah, but, like... It, that stuff and just like the that specifically part of it, yeah. it, it, it kind of just super turns me off. Like he, as much as I try not to, because I love his game, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, but like he has he has moves that only he ha- like the way his body moves, his handles only he's the only guy on the planet that does what he does. But I get what you're saying, dude. It's almost like you would rather instead of the flat Earth bullshit, you would just rather him show up to a press conference in like a Yu Gi Oh snapback. 
You'd be like, okay, yeah, just fuck, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. That's I like, yeah. super weird that a twenty-eight-year-old NBA superstar like, likes you. Go. That's really he, weird. Like, has that thing on his arm like that deck? Like, <laughs> yeah, the dual, like, uh, like, the dual <laughs> disc. Yeah, the, the dual, dual disc. disc. Yeah, he has a dual disc on his arm. <laughs> but he's like wearing it like someone wears a watch. Like he's not like, like it's an accessory. Not, yeah, it's yeah, an accessory. Yeah, he's just like talking. He's like, yeah, I know. Uh, Boston really came with their A game on defense today, but he's just, he's just, he's just got like a fucking dual disc on his arm. He's just all about Yu-Gi-Oh, dude. Just all about it. Or he's just like hucking Beyblades while he's yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like it's something like, like that's super weird. And like, I mean, it's cool that he likes it. But why is he doing it at the press conference? I got a lot of questions. About it, but no, it's flat Earth. He had to fucking that's, pick that it has bullshit. Has to be that one. Yes. It, it, well, and also it's this guy. He he has like a really just kind of unpleasant, I think, personality when he talks. I think he. I think he just has. It's hard, dude. You know, we're not fucking couch psychologists, but like, yeah, he. he he has that like teenager mentality where it's like I'm only going to talk to you when I want to talk to you. I don't, you know, he doesn't look at it like that. He doesn't. A lot of those guys and I got don't it all look, figured out. Yes, like, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And they don't look at that part. It's like, dude, that's that's in your contract. Like all that shit you have to do after the game. That's in you. That's part of your job, buddy. You know, mm-hmm. like. But the, it, it's kind of like when we were in the Navy, and you know, it's like, oh, go sell bagels. And it's like it's my job to do X-rays. And it's like, no, you're yeah, you're in the Navy, so you sell bagels. That's what they do. In the, it's like my job's to play basketball. And it's like, yeah, but if you look at claws. 14 here buddy you got to do a yep. po- press conference every set yeah, do your dimmers eye, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the same thing shit. it's the same shit you gotta do, you gotta write your own eval yes uh yeah sell nachos you gotta show up at 4 30 a.m even though your shift starts at seven yeah <laughs> gotta have crispy uniform all that other bullshit it's not really it. your job, but unfortunately, it is your job. Well, it's 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 the exact same things that turn me off turn me off about LeBron James. I, I really do try to like LeBron James because like because he's, he's a transcendent. He, he's a, and, he, and yeah. he's not a bad dude. No, he, he's an incredible human. Right. Like he, right. Like, yeah. He's 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 generous. He's thoughtful. He's a good businessman. He's also just like. Arrogant in an incredibly off-putting Stoic way, way. That really bothers me. It, yes, it's like a, a, a truly like 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 a a, 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 a um, royal way. Yes, in an because you can't relate to him. You can't relate to mm-hmm. LeBron because he's on a like you said he's on a pedestal, man. He thinks he's yeah. you know the king of the world, and it's like, in into a sense in in a realm in a specific realm he is you know. But mm-hmm. we we want we want. Like people to relate to as our we want to like them yeah we want to like them like yeah we yeah. want to like them yeah we want to like them it, it, and like yeah there was that like factoid floating around that compared the entire Spurs legacy to just him like the the stats are next to each other right and and he was like and he shared it on social media but rather than just going oh this is neat or I'm I'm humbled or whatever he's like can you believe that this kid from Act I remember like, that ascend it's like yeah I'm just like I don't know like bro. Don't he, do that shit. You, you just made you just actually opened my eyes to something. Like I just had an yeah. epiphany here, cause it, yeah, cause like you mentioned, and I agree, he he's he's not a bad person, so you can't dislike him because you can't be like I hate LeBron James. It's like, well, why do you hate him? You know, there, you don't yeah. have a real reason. We're we're yeah. we're we're talking about like a certain aspect of his personality that's unrelatable and it's like it's off, off-putting. And it's off putting, right? Yeah. So. 
I'm gonna go to an. I'm actually gonna jump sports. This is gonna be a fucking hot boys first time alert right here. We're gonna talk. Yeah. A little, we're gonna talk a little golf. <laughs> okay. Oof, yes. Okay. Here we go. So strap go. in or strap on whatever you need to do <laughs> to prepare for both. this. Or both. Yeah. Just prepare thyself. So one side or the other. <laughs> so there's a there's a certain golfer and the world knows about him. And I remember when this happened. And I'm talking about Tiger Woods, of course. It's like basically when he when he fell off the face of the earth. And to me, I was like, oh. This is funny because somebody that high is falling so far. And I also thought, oh, he's super done. Like, he's done, done, done. But this is what you just reminded me. He did something relatable. He did. (laughs) (laughs) In a weird way. In a weird way. He he did something that, like, an older generation, not old, old, but like middle American men something that they may have done or or can relate to and it, it and they got over it in a span of a decade they got completely over it and that is not even talked about like in well, his in his chapter like it's barely brought up I think it isn't so much what he did is how it, it went down okay because like I, I don't think anyone's gonna say oh I like Tiger Woods because he's a philanderer it's like no matter what no matter where you're from like that's always bad we're, yes we're, yes we are on hot boys we are anti-infidelity on this we are, we are, i am married i love my wife but like um it was more that he came out and he's like yeah that was fucked up i did a really shitty bad thing i'm gonna work on bettering myself and like he didn't like it didn't like release a press saying that we were divorced they got in a fight and she broke the window yeah broke his yeah broke his window out fucking so angry with a golf club yeah yeah and it wasn't like escorts or hookers he banged a perkins waitress and it was just like (laughs) there was like there was something so human about how it played out that like i said it it was relatable it was relatable yeah and when he came back, he looked old and bald. Right, and like, right. Yeah, he know, didn't look yeah, like the. Because I remember when he was in his prime, dude, he was like fit. Like I was like, why does a was, go- yeah? But the first thing I said was, why does a golfer look like that? That that's what made him dominant was that he was an athlete. He put he put work like, on his body. It, yeah. Yes, and back when a bunch of fucking schlubs were yes. playing, and, 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 and that's that's like a thing now. Right. Like Rory McIlroy. Yeah, they and, all they uh, all are in decent shape. Like they, yeah, yeah they, yeah, yeah. yeah, they take care. They kind of changed golf that way. They did. It, yeah, that's it, a great point. Yeah. So, but like, he, like I said, he came back and he, he was bonding with his adult son, and he was bald. He looked old, and like it, it, there was something human. I, I would say There's something human about yeah, it. LeBron James might be a probably is a better person than uh, Tiger Woods is, but like you want to like Tiger Woods more because he's. A, like there's something like psychologically interesting about that. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, my point is that yeah, it, it, like the first check is if you like somebody is like, do you relate to them? That I mean, that's just one of the unfortunately, it might not be fair, but it's a, it's, it's not even a process though either. It's just like how you react. Exactly. To it. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Exactly. It's not it's not something you think about. It's just it's a reactive instinct. It's like oh yeah yeah I like this guy or no fucking I don't like this guy. It's why when people tell me as a Packers fan, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, yeah, cool, I get it. Like, it, 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 like I, I never. I don't know, yeah, anyone. you can't argue it because because it does make sense. And and I, here's the thing though, they probably don't like him uh, based on the reason that you're thinking they don't like him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he, he's super off putting. He's like, right. he makes dumb faces, and it's like, like but they don't like him because he's on commercials and he's the Packers quarterback. That's why they don't like him. I yeah, I don't like him because he's like he's an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I don't really like him. I hate my family. Yeah. <laughs> that's still one of the best. <laughs> but God, what a throw! You know, <laughs> I, 
Every time we watch uh, a, a game together, me and Clark, <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers like does that. There's a very specific like you can tell when Aaron Rodgers is about to go deep. Yep. Like you can you can like smell you the ozone. Feel it. Yep. But, yeah, like the atmosphere changes. And every time he does that, Clark goes, "I hate my family." When he releases it, it's like. And it's always a it's, it's always a dime. It's always yeah. It's always a fucking dime right into MVS's hands yeah. and then onto the turf. <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh man. But but that actually yeah. that conversation where we were just having there it brings me up onto something yeah. else. And I'm going to take it back to LeBron because a lot of people are like, yeah. well, I don't like LeBron James, and I go, well, why don't you like him? Because he cries on the court, and I'm like, that's. I mean, like that's a reason to not like him as a person. What the f- like? Yeah. That that's something <laughs> I be annoyed it, by. Him, yeah, yeah, it took me a while into my you know because you start watching sports as a kid, and I you know I've been watching LeBron James since I was twelve, younger, eleven, ten or eleven, and something like that, yeah. and it took me a while to realize like, oh, I don't like him as a player, and that was something that, you know the first person I had that with was with Kobe. I always said, like, I don't like Kobe. I hate Kobe. And it's like, oh, no, I don't like Kobe as a player because he plays for a team that I don't like, and we play him a lot in the playoffs, and he beats us. And that's why I don't like I don't dislike him as a person. So a lot of people just never grow out of that phase of understanding that, they, dude, you don't know him. You don't know him as a person. It's like everything that I've seen about Kobe and his, like, po- like the dude was a family man and, and just minded his own fucking business and went and made movies. It's like he wasn't. Well, and and he had everything that we talked earlier in the show about admiring his point. 100%. Every last tooth, icy tooth yep. that you possibly have in your <laughs> yes. mouth, man. Like was, he like, collected yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Like, dude, I, I, I remember you and I watched that clip of him together when he went, Kobe, uh, Mamba, yeah, Mamba, Mamba, we're just, yeah, it's like we're just like Jesus, fuck, yeah, yeah, it's just like it like burns your eyebrows <laughs> off when you hear it, like, yeah, it's like it's like holy shit, yeah, dude, it's like you hurt your chest, you're like my god, it's like oh, I, am, am I hard? Yeah, I yeah, like, why? Like, I don't know why I'm hard. Yeah, I don't even shit. know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah exactly. It's, it's yeah, it's so that that is. I mean, I think we've talked a lot about like how you internalize, internalize certain like sports things when you're young and how you kind of like unpack that as you get older and and that is something like you learn why you hate certain players and why you like certain players right and like right and like and that does kind of when you start watching kind of affects how you process that for sure modern nba there's no reason to be as big a center fan as i am but i'm obsessed with centers (laughs) you are because i grew up i grew up watching Shaq and david robinson and akeem olajuwon and like four years ago you could have stopped my good old pal aj down the street and you could have been like hey dude do you want to talk about hassan whiteside and like do you have four days because he would have talked about i love hassan whiteside (laughs) i do i i still love hassan whiteside he's just not good he's not good anymore i still love him but he's not good He's a king now. Isn't yeah, he, he plays for the Kings. He plays for the Kings. Yeah, that, that's, don't do that. Um, don't don't play for the Kings. But um, yeah, I, I, and like same thing about football. I'm obsessed with tight ends because when I was a kid, I there was like these big beefy freaking yeah, man, they're, checks. They're and, manly yeah. positions. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a football position, and, right. and it's like so now I'm just I'm like I, I love George Kittle and I and I, I love Zach Ertz and right. Max Goddard and, and like it. it, it, it it, like so much about what you are as a fan is is affected by the era that you come up in, hundred percent kind of style. So it's like I don't know. It, it's fun to get older and, and, and to think about how you it is because you you know I, I explained like one of my 
mindset changes and I'm sure other people go through that type of evolution and some people don't, you know, some people don't. And it, it is interesting because, you know, that, that, that brings me to another thing about how I evaluate the sports that I watch. Cause you know, when you're younger, you, you super care about the players and you care, but like the older I get, I, I like my teams like, and I look at them like I'm the GM. That's mm-hmm. how I enjoy it being a fan now and and enjoy sports mostly it's like what would i do if i was in charge if i was james jones and i was running the suns it's like man i really like ricky rubio but yeah if i got a chance to upgrade to chris paul and i'm probably gonna do it you know it's like i love dude ricky rubio and kelly uber are some of my favorite players but like the old me the the child me would have been like devastated i'd be like oh my god no Chris Paul, what? but the the adult me, the twenty nine year old me, is like, yeah, fuck yeah, we might make the playoffs this year. Holy shit! Remember when you had a conversation with twenty seven year old me about why I had to not be upset that that Brandon Knight wasn't on the bus yes, anymore? I do. I was, yes, so, <laughs> I was so upset. You were devastated. Yes, yeah, I, I was, was like, <laughs> I remember I sat you down and talked to you about that. Yes, because you. I heard from you too because I was on third shift and I woke up and it happened while I was asleep and you're like, "Are you sitting down, dude? I have something." Yeah, to tell I was like, you. I "Listen, like, we traded for like, your boy. Okay, just relax. Let me finish. Like, Let me finish." Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, ah, yeah, yeah." I did that. Urban Meyer had a heart attack and like, I'm like, if I have a heart attack, maybe they won't trade Brandon Knight. <laughs> Oh man. oh man, that is good stuff. So oh, um, let's go ahead and talk. So I guess we're in reverse today. So let me let's go ahead and jump into our last topic: video games, of course. Okay, okay, <laughs> so that's fine. We'll keep this short since I think we're yeah we're at, we're at an hour. Yeah, we're we're, we're so, getting, yeah. yeah we'll keep it short. <laughs> so I'm only gonna say one thing, and we can yeah. keep it short. You can react. So which one? Yeah. I'm only six hours in, but I started Breath of the Wild. Yes, that's, that's, I knew that was you were gonna say. Yes, <laughs> I was like, please tell me, like I'm gonna sit on the edge of my seat. So, how great of a time are you having? So, oh, it's fantastic. But the thing, yeah. I think the thing that is got me so optimistic is I can because yeah. again, I'm only six hours in. Um, yeah. I just got like access to a horse, um, so yeah. so you know I've just scraped the fucking the, the skin off the chicken. Mm-hmm. But what I optimistic when I'm looking is like I see the mechanics are there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna get nuts. That's <laughs> yes. that that's where I'm at right now. Is like I see the potential and the possibility because like I've already got some of the um, you know some of the what do you call them? Like the tools that you can use to solve the mm-hmm. mini dungeon things. Yeah. And I'm like, the shrines. yeah, the shrine. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. And I'm like, I bet you some of these shrines are going to get fucking nuts, you know? And I, and they like, will. and the map is, I'm like, Oh, that's really black right now, man. That's really big right now. You know? And I'm yeah. like, that's massive. So I can only imagine like what the map's going to turn into. So it's just what I, what I'm is going to like is optimistic that that's kind of the word I'm using of where I'm at right now. So the thing about that game that like because you know I I played Zelda's my whole life exactly the thing that is is the hardest to transition to in that game is to realize that it's essentially a systems game where like electricity and fire are are are, are um, systems. Mm. Um, there's that Warren Spector quote when he talked about that, uh, essentially creating the immersive sims genre for. Um, 
uh, levels aren't puzzles, they're problems. Oh. So you're not trying to assemble a puzzle or, or go, aha. It's more like, this is a thing you have to solve, and there are systems in place where you can bend those systems to solve the problem. Got it, yeah. So, so, so Zelda's the same way. Like, there's electricity and fire and, and wind and rain, and Very all cool. those things work in systems, and it presents you with problems, and you just kind of make those systems turn into the answer. Very so, cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, like, once I realized that, it's like, oh, so you cut a tree down, and then it falls on a guy and crushes him to death and then you light that tree on fire and it blows up the barrels like you know like all that kind of stuff is like about that's you know, crazy solving those problems yeah the world is super because like i said i haven't went, only entered like one town so so yeah at first i was like oh my god this has such a shadow of the colossus feel to it oh my fuck mm-hmm. i was like i love yeah. that that uh, that was like the one of the first vibes i got was shadow yeah. of the colossus um and then, of course, it's got a lot of standard, you know, open world RPG feels like you could take it from name one Witcher, you know, whatever. It's got yeah. a lot of the, you know, universal concepts there. But again, it's about the potential because I haven't experienced it yet. And I feel like that it's almost limitless with this game where they have it's, they set such a good foundation that I'm just so excited to see mechanically where this fucking thing goes, man. There's only... <laughs> One negative so far that I have, and it's yeah. such a minor nitpick, and I think it's something we've talked about before, and yeah. no game that I've played has ever gotten it right, so it's like, why start now? Yeah. Fucking try to navigate, drive a horse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not use horses much. because I believe it, I, yeah. Because I, I was so, like, focused on getting on top of stuff. I'm like, I have to climb that thing now. And, like, I don't, no time for a horse. I have to climb that thing. So, like, I, I was... I found so myself getting off up. of it a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was, like, the first thing I did was, like, hit all the towers. Like, I have to unlock this whole map. I have to see all these things. So, I, I just did that. And by that time, I was, like, well, I can get around now. That's another thing so, that I... That I didn't experience because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be a good boy and do what these people are telling me. But I was like, I'm, yeah. pr- I'm pretty sure I could just go wherever the fuck I want. You can go right to Ganon now. Right, right. Yeah, that's so, cr- that's crazy. Yeah. So it's it, it, it's so much. It's one of those games that I'm like, God, I wish I could play it for the first time now again because it was just like, because like that that came out the week I got out of the Navy, and it, I had two weeks off. I remember when this. I got out of the Navy. I remember this. And then. When I started my job, because you just went all like, in for those two weeks, yeah. No, dude, I drank rum and cokes and played that twelve hours a day. Like I, I just, I just, I just, all I did was just got shit canned and played Breath of the Wild for two weeks straight. That's all. Awesome. That, well, uh, and you'll never it's forget that experience, dude. That's, no, it was yeah. fantastic. It God, was incredible. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And it was fucking magical. And, and it's uh, it's not an easy game. No, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, it's not an easy game. I realized that immediately because like. I've played, let's see, I've played like five core Zelda games, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think five. And this one is the most different so far. I mean, not counting back to like SNES and, you know, that, yeah. that type. But I'm like, oh, this is different. Immediately when there was voice acting, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and like, I can only imagine yeah. how it affected you as being like a lifelong fan. I mean, yeah, I mean, Link doesn't talk still, so it's Of funny. course, uh, of course. Yeah. But yeah, but, um, it, it was it was definitely caught me off guard for sure. And and the story, I'm like, dude, this is the best story yet. Like they haven't even finished anything yet. But like this is like a real story. Like holy shit, this is an yeah, in depth story. 
in how you kind of like peel it away a hundred years later. Yeah. Like play through yeah. it. Yeah. That, that, that's super cool. Like, I'm just so excited for you to like, there is like such genuine wonder and st- like stumbling upon stuff in that game. That is like playing cyberpunk now is probably the closest I've had to it since then, where you just walk around a corner, so not going anywhere. End and up doing something. Upon yeah. An entirely deep, crazy thing that like, Oh wow. What the fuck? Okay, cool. I gotta now go look this. at that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's it, yeah, it's I am very very happy that you're digging into that, man. I was I was just thinking about that game the other day. I'm like, oh, I want Well, uh, I figured I was like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to be able to play Cyberpunk. So I was like, now's the time. I was like, this mm-hmm. is this is the time to finally. I was like, and it might have been the best time cuz I don't know when I'll be able to full cuz I got all the house stuff going on, but like mm-hmm. I was like, let's get it popping. Let's get it fucking rolling and mm-hmm. I'll figure out the rest later cuz I'm I'm glad I finally pulled the trigger on it because fuck yes. man it's it's it's, it's 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 such a unique experience too man it's not like anything else you're gonna play and like it's yeah it's, it's wild man it's it's like going over a hill and seeing like oh well now there's a giant whale skeleton in the middle of this field I'm gonna go see what the fuck yeah. that's about yeah and it's like yeah so just just that or just like over the hill and a shrine like okay I'm going there now and like, the the only thing I kept saying was like. I was like, I can't believe this is a core Nintendo game. I was like, it feels like um, too modern for the sort of stuff they. Make. It yeah, did. What you mean. It did. The only thing like that brings it home are some of the certain like Nintendo quirks of like you know child. Well, like, oh, I'm hunting, and when I shot him, he. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah he. Yeah, made, like a, a pop noise. Yes, and, and yes. Turn, and turn into dust. And, right. Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. that keeps it, you know, in the realm of Nintendo. But like, as far as mechanics and everything else, I'm like, this doesn't feel like something they would develop like this. Yeah, it's. I, it, 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 I'm. I'm just excited for you to put like. 30 more hours into it and then you right. get to like hey did, did you find that island i'm like oh yes i did right and like right. So, and, and we can talk about that like like nick just started playing cyberpunk and i told him like you need to play it because i don't have anyone to talk to about right it. right and and like i need to unpack some shit and and I, and I have felt that way for like three years now with breath of the wild because everyone else in our friend group has no fucking focus so they <laughs> they, they play a game for 30 minutes and it's like Back to Binding of Isaac. No, I guess. I'm the a, opposite of a, that. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that yep. like I'm, I won't jump onto something else. I have like an or a weird system of how I get to things. I will give you, you that. You and I have the same sort of thing where we get like hyper focused on something. Yes. Where it's just like this is my life now. I'm going to pull everything out of this. And right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're the same way with that. I, I actually had to take a break from Cyberpunk because I just burnt out on it because I was playing so much of it. How many hours yeah, so, you got in now? Like fifty, sixty. Eight. 80 now? 80, nice. Yeah, let me yeah, see. Yeah, so you were cranking uh, into it. Oh, no, I don't. I have over 100. So Wow, um, yeah, you were cranking, bro. Awesome. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. but you still got that might be that might be a little bit all there's might be a few you hours see, I'll, ta- I'll tab in there too. Yeah, but, but you still uh, you still got like 900 to get to Binding of Isaac levels, dude. <laughs> or the Team Fortress two hours I put into it. But yeah. Uh, Dude, right. before we go, just one more quick yeah. story I thought was funny. Yeah. So, speaking of like time into video games, I remember I was having a conversation with Lauren about that. Yep. And I was like, because you know she has no idea. Like, you know, it's it's kind of funny to think about. Like, not just Lauren, for instance, but like anyone that doesn't play video games. Like, it's like, yeah, I put a hundred hours into this, and they're like, what the, fu-? you know, like they can't like wrap yes. their mind around that because like all they know yeah. is like a phone game. It's like, 
Yeah. You know, but it's like, no, this is like a, it's like reading a book, you know, it's mm-hmm. an experience. And when I tried to explain to her that how much time Cody played Binding of Isaac, I think she had like a complete system shutdown. Like she couldn't, she really, she's like, wait, how? she's trying to do math and shit. Like she could not understand how, and I'm like, yeah, like that's his like passion. Like he loves, it's the, his jam. Yeah, yeah he yeah. loves that fucking game. Like, and he played the shit out of it. And I tried to explain to her, and she's like, well, I mean, wouldn't you get tired of it? And I'm like, well, it's a, there's a, it's a certain, yeah, yeah, it's a genre of video game where you can get a different experience, you know? And I'm like, I didn't know I'd have to explain this to somebody, you know, but then I'm thinking like, oh yeah, you don't know anything about any of this. So it's, I guess I can kind of get where you're coming from. It is kind of very weird. The only reason people don't understand what it's like to put a hundred hours into a video game is there's not a running clock on the episodes of The Bachelor. So God it's like, damn, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if someone sat down and had like a category under what they do that says how many hours they've watched The Bachelor, they would understand. They'd have a relatable, it's, yes, they could, a comparison, yes. a scale. Yeah. Dude, you yeah, just brought exactly. up a great, oh my God. I know we we're about to get off here, but I got now I got to mention this. I just had a conversation today. I was in the break room and like pe- people were talking about watching TV and stuff. And I was like. I said something. I was I'm watching a show that somebody else was watching, and you know me watching a show. I was like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on episode three. You know what I mean? They're an hour. They're hour shows. So I was yes. like, yeah, I'm on episode three. And the girl laughed. She's like, well, you know what? Only episode three. And I'm like, well, yeah, bitch. I watch TV like, uh, you know, like I'm ninety minutes a week. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I don't watch TV when I'm playing on my phone and cooking. I'm like. Yeah. When I watch TV, I'm all in. I don't miss a word. I don't miss anything. I pause when I got to cough. You know what I mean? So yep. I'm like... Not like, not like Finn, who's, who's, yes. who's studying yes. and, and, and cooking oatmeal and doing six other new things at once. I just watched all of Naruto. And it's like, dude, that's yeah. like $1,000 worth of, like worth of content. And it's like, yeah, but I, you know, I watched all of it. I, I slept through most of it. Yeah, but I so watched it. Super, yeah. Yeah. If it. If it played, that means I watched it. And it's like, no. It dude. was streamed on my Netflix account, <laughs> so I watched it. I hate that shit because if I'm going to do something and enjoy the story or, or whatever it is, I'm like, I'm not missing any any content that that was created by this this artist. You know, I'm going to I'm going to digest all of it to the best of my ability. I I get anxiety. Like if I miss I'm like, what the fuck did he say? What the fuck was yeah, it? Exactly. I'm the same way, though. I, I will say this. I do have a thing where like noise is calming to me. Like someone talking is so I will occasionally put stuff on I've already seen if I need that. That was what I was so, just about to say. Yeah, but you can't do that with something you've never seen before. You can nope, you, can't you can that. only do it with something you've watched. Yes, yep. exactly. So I, I'll put that like on as like if I need like mildly mentally stimulating white noise. Right. Like I, yeah, same I, thing. I, I, yeah, like the uh, I know you, now. which is crazy. Our, our listeners are probably gonna shun you too. Like, but like one yeah. thing like that for me is the office. You know, that's just like, that's a good background. I can't can't watch. I cannot believe. I I, I can't believe you. That's. So I I know if I got past because I've tried to watch the first season like three or four times, Mm -hmm. which was for the record, the same thing that happened with me with Parks and Rec. And then once I got past the first season, I was fine. So So at least you're acknowledging that it's probably just you. Yeah, Yeah, it's probably it's probably just I haven't put the calories. That's what I say about Star Wars all the time. I'm like, yeah, I just never gave it like the fair chance it deserved. I'm like, it looks pretty cool. Like, it's not I'm not like, oh, Star Wars. So Star Wars has actually, I was grew up an enormous Star Wars fan, and modern Star Wars has deeply poisoned me, and I have like become cynical about it, <laughs> and like, 
I'm like an old, burnt out 1940s detective when it comes to Star Wars. I'm just like, this jaw's broken me. It's like, I I, I just, I'm just kind of like, yeah, watch Star Wars, don't watch, I don't don't care. You don't even care anymore. Yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. The Mandalorian's fun. My wife loves it, so I'll watch it. But other than that, I'm just like, yeah, fine. Do people rave about that shit, man? I'm like, good lord. It's it's fun. It's a fun show, man. It's it's a fun show, um, but Star Wars or not, it's a fun show. But it's a fun show like Xena Warrior Princess. Oh yeah, it was a great like, show. Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, on that yeah, show. It was, yeah. it's just Monster of the Week, whatever. Blah blah blah. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it, it's fun. But it, it, don't pretend like it's the fucking Sopranos. It's not. Like it's Monster of the Week, man. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, you have a good time uh, watching it, but it's not gonna. It's not like yeah. Now she's fighting the octopus with pits. Cool. Like, it's fine. That's neat. <laughs> Listen, I'm on board, you know? I'm on board. Octopus tits? Cool. Dude, oh, it's over? That was fun. Yeah, cool. I can't wait to do this again next week. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that, the one thing you said about the, what show What show did you use as The Bachelor? That was fantastic. I, I, I thought you were going to go with something like with dancing, or no, what's that one show? God damn it. The mystery fucking, is it singing or dance? It's both now. Oh, uh, fucking mass Yes, yes, yes. Good God, I hate that. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to television, well, dude. Well, and also it's like mass Dancer. I'm like, I'm calling this now. <laughs> I'm, I want $45 from Fox when this idea happens. It's going to be a mask cooking show. <laughs> and because you just keep doing this shit and they keep printing money. I'm gonna hold you to that, dude. Because I, I, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's probably gonna happen. Yes, hundo percent. Because <laughs> because it's like evidently it's a fucking blank check. Because people will show up to like, oh, I wonder which fucking be less nobody fucking yeah, just that's on a, Dally Parton. Th- it's like, oh, Hank Buttons. Whoa, I never would have guessed. Like, I don't know who that is. That's why we don't relate to it is because like we yeah. don't we don't get shocked because I'm like I don't even what you know they could have been anybody you could have pulled a guy off the street put him in a fucking alien suit and had him do a jig mm-hmm. and I'd be like okay it's the same effect for me I I don't what and, and, and there's a certain like I'm all about everyone having a trash like everyone does yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yes it's yes like, a guilty pleasure yes so, yeah so um. Like, I read at work. It's just one of the things I do between patients. And, like, it's become kind of a meme around work to pick up whatever book I'm reading and, like, read a random page or the back of it or whatever. And I'm always reading, like, true crime or weird books or crafting horror or whatever. And people, like, legitimately, like, ask me about the book because they're usually weird and kind of interesting and stuff. But recently, I've just been randomly reading a bunch of Warhammer novels. And (laughs) because they're trash but they're just like you very enjoy comforting, yeah. You warm, enjoy them, trash. Yeah. yeah, like they're bad, but I love them. And people are like, oh, why are you reading like this? And I'm like, bitch, you watch so much Bachelor. This <laughs> you're trash. Like, it's like, like you talk about Bachelor all the fucking time. It's it's garbage. Like you know it's garbage. You watch Jersey Shore. That's garbage. It's all I mean, trash. This is my this is my Jersey Shore. <laughs> fucking let me have it. Get off my dick. What the fuck? It's like. People, yeah, but people don't yeah. want to acknowledge that the shit they do is that, you know, that's the, no, that's the issue. No, embrace it. Like, yes. Everyone's allowed to have it, man. Like, everyone, everyone's allowed to have, but like... But don't make those shows more than what they fucking are, man. Yes. They're Lay's potato chips. They're fine. They're good. Eat them. But don't pretend it's a fucking filet mignon, man. Like, it's like, it, it, it's okay just to eat Lay's. Yeah. <laughs> 
but just don't eat only Lay's because you're a fat piece of shit. And it's, it's the same thing mentally. Don't, don't only, only take in the Bachelor. Yeah, don't only watch Dancing with the Stars. Don't only watch yeah. the Masked Singer. Don't. Yeah. Don't yeah, do it. Don't do that shit. No, just like, like watch The Sopranos sometimes. Yeah. Good for your brain. Like, do it. Well, dude, at the very least, we've opened our listeners' eyes to some compelling thoughts and conversations. This was like weirdly the most heady thing we've ever yeah, recorded. Yeah, we, we, we got a little, we got a little deep here. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was good. I liked it. Me too. It feels crispy. Yeah, it felt hot, Meaty. real Meaty. hot. Yeah, it felt hot, hot and boy. <laughs> oh, it's also hour and forty minutes. I got. Cut the tits Yeah, you gotta cut the shit. And I gotta go watch the Suns <laughs> yeah. game. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get the hell out of here, boys. You got a lot All of right. You got a lot of cutting Thank to do. You. I got a lot of Suns to watch. And yeah. yeah. Thank you for uh, joining us wherever the fuck that soul-searching, wonderful piece of art that was that we did. Um, anyway, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Wisco Coons. You follow Clark at... TC131HotBoys. And follow the show at HB underscore Hot Boys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate everyone kind of putting up with us uh, in the change of like release times and formats and stuff. We're we're trying to fit this into our lives, and we're also um, kind of trying to find the show. Like we're trying some different things and trying to figure out what this is. And we're just having a good time. We hope you guys are too. So uh, until next time, guys. Uh, say hi out there. Just think something by. See you.